Hello, this is the host of Planet Fan Fiction, and I'm back at 4.33 in the morning, and I said I was going to go ahead and record before I go to sleep. So today I'm reading this one shot from our Princess Tutu fanfiction because I said I was going to read a Princess Tutu fanfiction first. And I'm just going to read a short one for right now. It's called Love is Leaving by The Gold is The Goal is Greatness. And this was published November 29, 2017. Um, The summary is, none of us can choose our destiny and none of us can escape it. But the disclaimer is, not my summary belongs to heroes. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, that'd be good enough. Once upon a time, there was a handsome young prince. He was loved by a clumsy young girl, but the girl was really a beautiful princess herself and longed to tell the prince how she felt. But she was doomed to turn into a speck of light and vanish. Should she ever tell the prince of her feelings? So the prince lived on, never knowing the princess inside the girl, Never known of her feelings, never known of her love. And so the young girl suffered on in silence with only her love to keep her company. The duck pond looked as it always did, still and tranquil. Sunlight flickering on the water through the branches, gentle waves lapping against the shore, reeds and flowers billowing in a scented breeze. And one long duckling, allowing the current to coast her in circles, around and around and around, her face sad and serene, her feathers drooping and depressed. A hero sigh. She knew she would. Sh- she knew she should cheer up. She keep telling herself over and over that it was time to put on a good face, buck up, have courage, have faith. But to say that and to do it were two very different things. It was hard to force herself to put on a good face when in the reflection of the pond, her eyes saw her sad face, feathers drooping and dull. When a water, I guess it's supposed to be the, when the water still waver, no, it's they. When they water still wavered with ripples into Muto's face, gleaming hair and dull eyes. You know what? I really just messed that whole sentence up. I'm about to repeat that. It was hard to force herself to put on a good face when, in the reflection of the pond, her eyes saw her sad face, feathers dropping and dull. When they watered, still wavered with ripples into Mito's face, gleaming Gleaming hair and dull eyes, grace and beauty personified. It was hard to have courage when he was gone, 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 but she could not follow. It was hard to have faith when she wanted Muto to be happy, even if it was with Rue, but knowing that his happiness meant her despair. 
She had been worried, so worried when Fakir had irreparably told her he had found the way to write himself into Muto's story. She felt hope flare within, bright as a gem, but then he told her it was only himself whom he could perform such a task on, and she felt the hope dim and flicker and wane. But still, the hope was there, wavering and unsteady in the vastness of her heart. her heart that Fakir will return and tell that Muta was what pinning away from Princess Tutu missed his classmate a hero regretted his decision to return to his own story she knew that she would want his happiness his health but it was hard when all she wanted was to love him but Fakir did return days and days and days later when the hero was Practically a frenzy of worry, half her feathers molted out with anxiety. His news wrenched at her heart. Muto was well. Muto was beside himself with happiness, very much in love with Rue, who practically glowed within the warmth of her affection. They were good rulers. Their people loved them. They seemed peaceful and content with their lives, fitting into that world with the East that they had never achieved here. They belonged there. They belonged to each other. Happiness that Muto was happy. Heartbreak that Muto was happy. Her heart warred with her head. But Fakir, Fakir was so good, so kind, so understanding. He sat by her pond, never prying, never asking to talk of her feelings. Just a constant presence at her side, riding while she waited. He had been kind to her since Drosselmeyer had been defeated, she realized. A warm, steady presence that calmed her, made her smile, made her happy. It wasn't the same. <laughs> I don't know how to say this word. And can this... Incandescent happiness she had felt around Muto. Their joy had been bright and vivid, a spark that burned when she was near him and smothered when she was away. For pure happiness was subtle. She had not even noticed it was there. It crept up on her until she awaited his visit with bated breath. Until she swam in closer and closer, circles to be near him, to hear the scratching of his quill, to hear him mutter to himself about what he was writing. She began to talk, slowly at first, missing her human voice, but more quickly and animatedly every day. They soon were having entire conversations. A hero flushed Robin Red when Fakir casually mentioned in conversation how his plan to return her to a girl were going. He was still helping her. Even after she thought he would have moved on, he was still there. And so was she. So what if she didn't get her wish? That she and Muta would live happily ever after. She should come up with a new wish. She would wish for her own happiness and not have it to be dependent on anyone else. She would make it for herself, she decided, as she watched Fakir 
gingerly walked through the woods towards her pond, a stack of papers under his arm, a quilt tucked behind his ear. She would live every day, each moment as it came, and not dwell on anything bad or anything in her past. She would not base her happiness on others, slowly altering her paddling. So she was heading towards the night. She decided that, yes, she'll live only for what and who made her happy now. And that's the end of the one shot. I am sorry that I have messed up. I did not know that word. And I guess sometimes have an author rights be tricking me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this was posted, well, two years and some months ago. It's a really good one-shot. I should read more one-shots because I don't read them like that. But now I have to find... Another story to read, but I will find one after I get some sleep. So, good morning. It's 4.42 a.m. Good night from me to you because I haven't went to sleep yet and I have to go to work tomorrow. So, good night.